0: And now the floor is open for questions. Hey, Eddie. Kenny Kangamangas for the Boston Globe. How are you? I'm well, Kenneth. Good to see you, man. Yeah, always a pleasure, Mr. Linguini. Always a pleasure. Now, what's this announcement you want to make today? I just wanted to announce to America that the podcast Sex Symbol will be declaring eligibility for the 2001 Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest for the Culture. <gasps> oh, my God. Well, bust my buttons. This is tremendous. You're like Your food challenges on YouTube are amazing. This is gonna be awesome. The streets have been asking for this. Do you have any other comments tonight, Mr. Ray? Ice T play the drop. Let me tell you a little story about my homeboy Ed. Used to drink every day, straight 40 to the head. Drop a bomb for that. Drop a bomb for everybody listening. Lots of dramatic bombs will go off this segment. Drop another for cultural purposes. If you don't know by now on the podcast, Sex Symbol Eddie Wright, a.k.a. Love Linguini, a.k.a. Penne Hadaway, a.k.a. Eddie Spaghetti. And welcome to another edition of Solo Radio, brought to you by Radiant Media. Subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and also YouTube for videos. So yes, I want in 2021 Joey Chestnuts. I'm coming for your chestnuts, kid. I, I am so down to do this. I gotta find out all the rules and regulations for like eligibility and shit, but I am 100% all in. Like, I've been doing like the YouTube uh, videos lately, if you guys have seen me accomplish shit on YouTube. Like what, tell him, tell him, Eddie. The Saltine Challenge. Six Saltine Crackers in one minute. If you guys think you can do six Saltine Crackers in one minute, Post it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever. And tag me. And let's see. Let's see. It's, it's, it's a hard feat. What else? What else? The Death Nut Challenge. The world's hardest oodles and noodles featuring Jaquan Johnson. That's coming out soon, soon, soon. I'm going to start doing, I believe, a YouTube video one week. Next week, uh, solo radio, an audio podcast. And then alternate back and forth, you know, as I start picking up steam. About to go hot again. Uh people have been asking for the hot challenges, so I got the toe of Satan too. So if anyone out there wants to do the toe of Satan, it's nine million Scoville lollipop. That shit's serious. Like people like the heads literally blow off. It's the most entertaining shit to watch, to be honest with you. So yeah, man, I'm 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 down. I, I figured, hey, you know what? I'm gonna be 30 on August 30th. I have great metabolism. I'm probably gonna lose it once I turn 31. Once I like get like a year into the 30s, you know what I mean? 30 to 31, dip your toes in the water, check the temperature out here, and yeah, I think after that I'm kind of screwed. So I'm doing great. Like, I got drink like a fish and eat like a fucking heifer. So I mean I'm, I'm still like in decent shave, out You know what I mean? Lego. So let me give you a little background. 1916, allegedly, four immigrants were at Coney Island, straight off the boat and had a hot dog eating contest in front of the nathan's like um stand the hot dog stand that was where in the street like it was never there's no records actual records set in stone like on paper the first i looked back and i looked into it the first recorded coney island nathan's hot dog contest was in 1957. guy named paul wall washburn ate 17 and a hey hey are you shitting me you don't think i can eat 17 and a half Hot dogs in 10 minutes? What is that? I, I can't even do the math right now. That's like not a lot. Like I think about it like by minute, you know? Um, especially like you get the water, you can dunk in the, the bread, sock, soak it up. See, I would go... I, see, my game plan, not to throw my game plan out there so people can steal it, like Joey chestnuts. But um, I, I would try to eat as much bread as I could off the rip so I know I got space because the hot dogs what the hell's a hot dog you know what i mean you snap them in half put two in your mouth done on to the next one i can eat th- i can eat two hot dogs in 10 seconds okay i know like you get fatigued your jaw gets like sore and shit as like the 10 minutes goes on because 10 minutes can be a long time depending on what you're doing half you guys can't even have sex for 10 minutes you know also in 19 where is it 59 they say a one-armed carny at Coney Island ate 17 and a half. The dude's got one arm, so he couldn't even dunk the the, the bread in the water. You know what I mean? And he, he had to, like, I wish we could find some film, some black and white silent film on that. That shit would be amazing. Add some, like, circus music to it. I would love I would pay money to see that. So if someone can get that file, send it over to Radiant Media, please, ASAP. So I say all that to say if a one-armed guy can eat 17 and a half, the fucking thing i'm gonna do i'm gonna at least double that so this year joey chestnut 13 time champion he ate and broke his own record and the new record is now 75 fucking hot dogs in 10 minutes i can't do that you know what i mean i'm good but i'm not that good like i i, I like challenges i like difficult i like shit i like difficulty you know like, I bet I could do heart surgery if I read, like, a book or watch, like, a YouTube video. I mean, it doesn't seem hard, it just seems like it's, like, red to blue. It's like hot wine on the car, you know? Also, on the woman's side, another record was broken. Shout out to Mickey Sudo with 48 and a half hot dogs. So, on the men's side, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey is, um, I watch her YouTube videos. She's a fucking monster. I think she's 34, doesn't look a day over 22. Um, it's, it's amazing how. These professional eaters are like in great shape. It blows my mind that, like, remember, like, Kobayashi, a piece of shit. I feel he got arrested a couple times before he left the face of the earth. But um, he, it's just, everyone's so skinny. It's not even like they're in shape. They're just like, most of them are skinny, like Matt Stoney. Like, Matt, I watched Matt Stoney videos online to get motivated for my eating shit. And that dude, that dude's a monster. Him and Choey Chestnuts are like the, I don't know, LeBron and. Kobe of the National Eating League, what the fuck it's called? So I get, I don't, I gotta do my Google's, look into it. Cause then also too, like, there's a dude who I also watch on YouTube. (laughs) Like, this shit's fucking entertaining as hell, man. Like, they get like a a million views a day on these videos. Like, this is dude, Badlands Booker. Dude's a monster. He's like six five, four bills, maybe fucking five bills, like five hundred pounds of man. He like chugs like soda. Out of like those like bear boots It's fucking hilarious And he's, he's a character But he ate like fucking 70 He also ate like 17 hot dogs And he made it to that like um, That Secluded In the bubble Place where they did the competition Cause it wasn't like usually If you watch on ESPN It's like a bunch of um, it's, it's I don't know how many it is It's maybe like 20 people on a stage Lined up and um they just go at it eat the hot dogs and shit but this year it was only like five people i think and with the social distancing and stuff i get it Like they had like plexi hockey glass in between them um everyone had like gloves on and people serving the hot dogs had masks on even like the the captain or like the who's a little cheerleader the uncle sam guy I forget his name he's a he's a character too but um Yeah, so I I get it. Like, God knows where we're going to be pandemic-wise. Just waiting on that vaccine that's probably never going to happen. But God knows where we're going to be next year with the pandemic. So I'm giving myself at least two years to get into the competition on national television. So I don't know if I got to, like, qualify and, like, do other competitions. Because I want to go to restaurants for uh, for my YouTube channel and, like, eat the... I think Buffalo Wild Wings has, like, the hottest wings. And you get to eat, like... So it's like every other challenge. You gotta eat so many in a lot of amount of time. So I want to do that this summer. This stuff's starting to open up. I'm um, gonna go around. I'm gonna do like a little tour of like, you can't finish this quadruple XL large pizza. You know. So I'm gonna see. How, I, I gotta really look into how to qualify. So if anyone knows any information, you can give me a little head start. Uh, hit me up, please. See, like when you when you say names like Joey Chestnut, you think two words. American hero. He's an athlete. He's more than an athlete. And they say LeBron's more than an athlete. Joey Chestnut is a staple in the culture and history of America. And that's that's what I want. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to flourish for greatness. Like I want my great 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 grandkids and before them and after them to be like, damn son. <laughs> my great great grandpappy, Lil Linguini, was a champion. He's in the record books. Not only did he leave us amazing YouTube content and podcasts um, in the year 3000 we're talking now. But this man in 2021, I listened to his podcast. He said he was going to go into the competition and he did and he won. I probably won't win. Because you know what? Second place for the men was a guy named Darren Breeden. He got 42 dogs in 10 minutes. Third place, Nick Wary, who I believe... Dates Mickey Soto, Soto, uh, Mickey Soto, Sudo, who won the woman's side. So it's kind of a power couple. They're like the Jay Z and Beyonce of world class eating. So Nick Wary got 39 and a half. That's under four dogs a minute. I can do that. I can do that. Big Cat, shout out Big Cat from Boston, He went in like 2015 or 16. And that dude, he's a big dude. A big cat's a big cat, <laughs> you know, he, he only got 12, I could smoke his cleats, dude, so I say all that to say, stay tuned, subscribe, drop another bomb. Alright, so this podcast, we're gonna, I'm going to try with something different, we're going to go a little bit shorter, and I just, just want to give you bars, I'm going to give you fire, instead of like stretching out a podcast, I'm gonna I'm going to give you just straight hits, so I'm going to tell you two stories, alright? This is the part of the show where I'm going to tell you my worst vacations that I can think of top of my head. I'm freestyling this. I don't write nothing down. I'm like a little Wayne. Also, if you've been listening to my podcast and my YouTube videos, I get the best editing skills in the game. It's like I sing and produce my beats and my records, you know? So I want to say, let me take it back to like year 2000. Might have been 9-9. Nine, nine, Might have been 8. So my father comes from a large family like immediate family's pretty like it's good size maybe above average like amount of people my dad's comes from that like old old school Boston family so it's like 11 kids in a house so my grandmother I think was like one of 11 and then so my dad has 56 first cousins and then like 40 something foster kids that like my grandparents would take in for like a summer or whatever x amount of time so the family's big <laughs> so, so I don't want to, I don't want to give my aunt's name. We'll call it, we'll call it S. My dad and his cousin S, who was my, my aunt, my second cousin, if you want to be technical or whatever. So my dad and like S, they, they grew up, grew up together and her last name's Archibald. My dad's a wise guy, big wise ass. Like I gotta get him in the podcast and he would be amazing. You guys would die laughing every time he's fucking opened his mouth. He used to give my aunt shit and flip itchy ball, itchy balled to itchy balls. So I had that as a kid, like I take, as I get older, I realize how much of my father I am, like his personality. Like I just, I must've just like soaked in how he like walks into a room. So, so as a kid, like I would like hear him say like, oh, itchy balls, itchy balls, itchy balls. So she was onto itchy balls for a hot minute. And I, just, I still give her a shit to this day. Um, love her to death, but. This is one of the prime of me calling her, like, Auntie Itchy Balls. We went on vacation, me and my cousins, my family. We went down to the Windjammer in Cape Cod. I believe it's South Yarmouth. I could be wrong. But (laughs) I, um, I, comma hit me in the face. Well, the ass, I should say. I got poison ivy on my tuchus. (laughs) I got, I was walking one day. It's first day of vacation. I was like, wicked fucking itchy. And then, like, the next day, like, I'm highly, highly, highly allergic to poison ivy. My father is, too. We literally let it, bl- like, balloons. Like, I can't, I wish I could post the pictures. My like, close friends have seen them and stuff. And it's sickening, the poison ivy. I was hospitalized uh two years ago, I think. Like, my arms, the doctor says, was over two times the size. I got it on my face. I always get on my fucking face my beautiful money maker always gets rashed up i'm always I always looked like i got into a fight with like mike tyson in like the 80s it's it, i had what the nurse said i think i told this before i had a trifle shout out joy <laughs> correct me on that it's not truffle of infections and shit and it just looked fucking disgusting i got sure i showed sure Otis that it's, it's it's not a pretty sight i got that on my ass <laughs> summer 2000 we'll call it and I remember just sitting there because if you get poison ivy, you gotta know part of the healing process is the pus. I mean, this I know this is a family show, Radiant media is for the kids, but we gotta we gotta get to the nitty gritty of this. Details is everything. So I had to sit on my ass for like the rest of the vacation. There was, there was like a in ground, inside and outside pool, jacuzzi, places, the balls, the. Beach is right there. It's one of my favorite places to go. And I got to go back down there. But I remember just sitting on a white towel, watching TV, bare ass. While everyone's at the beach, I'm sitting there. And every time I get up to, like, go to the bathroom or, like, grab something to eat or drink, the towel would just stick to me. And then I'd have to, like, take it off, and the towel would just be fucking yellow. It was disgusting. So if you want to hear about my worst vacation, that's one of a few so before I get into the next story guys you gotta watch out for girls if you're a single guy and I'm talking about single girls as well you guys gotta be cautious of the girls that don't have AC if you are wondering why a certain girl is calling you all summer when she like she didn't really hit you up that much in the springtime when it was nice out but now it's hot we're, we're getting into the mid July soon if she starts hanging around you too much it's because you got AC Girls are clingy. Stage eight clingers in the summer because they don't get AC. They don't have central air. So, if you have a nice house, apartment, whatever, you get central air, you got one of those fucking ACs with the hoses, those HTUs that are like 20,000, you're lit. Flourish. But don't fall in love. Can't fall in love with the girls searching for AC, you know? So, be cautious out there. Don't get hot headed. No pun intended, you know? now on the other worst vacations i have like i said this is all top of the head nothing's rehearsed i thought about this earlier today and really it much thought i want to make it realistic and truthful and i mean that's what ready meteor is unscripted fire comedy and entertainment baby subscribe to us but anyways me and La prince here went to Family reunion for, on her side in Atlanta three years ago, four years ago. It was dope, wicked dope time. I knew I knew something was gonna, bad was gonna happen when the first hotel we were gonna stay at, fucking the the AC and the whole whole that whole uh, Ramadan or Rama, Vermita and whatever the fuck it's called gave out. And they had big ass fans blown in the hallway, so oh shit. So we all switched hotels. It was nice, beautiful hotel. I forget where we went after that it was a Marriott yeah it, it was a dope family union is a dope especially with her family I love them to death so me and LaPrincia are like all right let's go on to Eatcation we're foodies if you guys don't know us follow her on Instagram at LaPrinciaXO and me underscore Eddie Ray we're big eaters big foodies we like to try new shit try all different cultures and be diverse with our plates so we're like you know what we've both never been to New Orleans I don't think she had I hadn't and we're like all right let's go there for like three days it's also, mind you, early August. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to Atlanta or the South in August. It's fucking, it's hot Atlanta for a reason, people. And I've I've been to Atlanta like four times, and it's only in July or August. I, like, I wish, I hope one day I can experience what Atlanta is like when it's 60 or 70 out, which is probably like, it's probably California. It's probably the coldest it gets, but it's just a different type of humid down there, man. Like I don't know how like the Braves play outside down there in like the swampy, you know like uh, I I can't I can't imagine it. You I give everyone credit down there. That's why that's why it's so bad in Atlanta because everyone's pissed off. Though. It's so hot, guys in Atlanta. If you got an AC, you you know what time it is. It's so we uh we took a plane. It was like a fucking hour flight from what was it? Jacksonville Hattisfield Airport in Atlanta which is my f- least favorite airport. It's, it's a disaster. Vegas is kind of bad, too. Always a disaster when I go to Atlanta Airport. So we went to New Orleans, flew in. It's hot. I think we came at night. So, like I said, this is August, so this is the off-season. So we got a beautiful apartment, balcony, right on Bourbon Street. Yeah, drop a bomb for that. <laughs> It was lit. Like Even in August, there were still people everywhere, street performers. Literally, I just looked down at my apartment. Awesome, man. It's just the local. But there's so many locals because it's the off-season. Everything's cheap, too, at that time. It's like New York City. You can buy 10 t-shirts for $10. And you can bargain with them and get 10 t-shirts for $5. It's like that type of shit. Everyone's just happy. Like, man, it's awesome. Like, you wake up in the morning, and you wake up to the sound of... Um, Hoses in the street because they gotta wash all the piss and alcohol and puke and poop on the ground. It's it's beautiful. It it, it doesn't sound beautiful, but it's some it's an experience. You know you gotta, gotta get the whole the whole whiff of that scent in the morning. It's fucking horrid, but you appreciate it and you grow to love it. Shout out to New Orleans, and also if you ever go to New Orleans, the locals have this trick. You'll walk down the street. I don't know if it's like in Mardi Gras, but Though, I, I kept, I said in La Prince the first, like, day and a half, I'm like, I brought shitty shoes with me, because I knew it was, gonna, it was supposed to rain, and rain the first couple of days in Atlanta, so, like, I grew, I, I brought some beaters with me, and I was walking around New Orleans with them, and I'm like, why are these homeless people, they keep asking me where I got my shoes from, and we had no idea, and then so I ended up Googling it, so the, the locals have this, like, trick to where they'll be like, they'll be like, hey man, I know, I bet I can tell you where you got your shoes from. And you're like, oh, where? Uh, all right, yeah, where? He'd be like, on your feet on Bourbon Street, and they'd be like, I right, give me ten dollars. And you're like, what? And then like he'll be like, all right, give me fifty dollars. Then you say no, and then he's like making a scene. And then like people just ended up giving him money, or people get robbed. New Orleans is not a pretty place, dude. You go, it's like a resort. You go outside the resort in Jamaica, it's just it's not where you want to be on the outskirts. So shout out to. Shout out to Holly Grove. After like the first like day and a half, sweat my tits off. I don't know if I ate something or what, but we would, we were just eating, and eating, and eating, and eating. And we had fried crocodile or alligator, or whatever they got down there. I had to get some gumbo. When you're in New Orleans, uh, a bunch of like Creole food, and we did like a ghost tour. Ghost tour, sick. If you ever go to New Orleans? Go on a ghost tour. Try to find like the the mom and pop ones, though. you don't want to get the chains chain ones where it's like groups of 20 you want to get like a like a intimate seven <laughs> to like nine people you know and you can really talk to like the tour guides are all really cool everyone who owns is fucking awesome some hospitality to the max um the food is just out of this world man we got like eggs benedict down there just hit different they got um i can't think of it which the prince here is right here they have like like this famous place it's called it not cramps but it's like a donut it's like a powdered donut it's one of those things like you have to get there it's what all the locals get they got certain there's got a coffee down there that's popping i i could just ramble on the jambalaya is fire what else they got they get so much shit and the alcohol it's like penny mix drinks pretty much like you would see in like california like san diego and shit so it's 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 a hell of a time but i got sick probably night probably the morning of night of day 2 out of like three, because we left at nighttime, and I was you know, I was puking, I was shitting. Now that I think about it, I probably got food poisoning somehow. Because <laughs> we like I said, we just ate, 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 and we ate everywhere at the nice big restaurants, the fancy schmancies. and then we went to the the hole in the walls and the stands and shit. So now that I think about it, I think I actually got food poisoning. But there's nothing worse than being in 110 degrees of humidity. And feeling like you're dying, <laughs> Oh like you're detoxing from everything. It was it was the most miserable couple days, probably top ten of my life, my 29 years. <laughs> so I say all that to say this: thank you guys for listening. Like I said, check out my YouTube, Radiant Media, R A Y D I A N T. I'm gonna be posting my boy Jacks. We did the world's hottest ramen noodles. That's gonna be coming out soon. I just gotta edit that up. We did like a little vlog. Shout out to Eric Guilfoyle. Uh, he recorded like everyone before and after we tried. I try. I'm gonna tell you now. I tried the prank jacks and had my boy Mookie put in two hot sauce packets instead of one. Mind you, these are the spiciest fucking things in the world. I, yeah, I had Mookie put two in jacks and one in mine. So I got Jax away and we walk over to the table, we sit down, he looks at mine, looks at his, and switches them. And I'm like, shit, I'm like, what'd you do to it? What'd you do to it? i to flip. I'm not going to tell you the rest. You guys are going to have to wait and find out. So go subscribe. Tell a friend tell a friend to tell a friend's fucking puppy about the podcast. Uh, big plans this year, people. If you guys want to do a hot challenge with me, if you want to see a certain challenge, uh, if you want to do a challenge with me, like I said, let me know. It's going to be a good summer. We're going to end the year right. We're like halfway through, more than halfway through the year of this shitty 2020. R.I.P. Cousin Brandon Bohannon, R.I.P. Mike Lowry, R.I.P. Steve Waver, all my fallen brothers in the month of July. I hope everybody had a safe, fun 4th of July. I know North Weymouth Day in Weymouth got canceled in the 3rd. best day of the year, in my opinion. Um, it sucks, but we're going we're gonna to turn this year around. I'm out of here. We'll see you guys. Thank you.